Hi there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to the podcast. Here we are dedicated to uplifting beauty industry professionals with the best, most accurate information. Our focus is on combining business expertise and self-improvement tips to assist you in unlocking your true potential through inspiring interviews, strategic insights, and actionable steps. We aim to be your go-to resource. So whether you are here as someone in the beauty industry, or you just love to eavesdrop to find out what we have going on over here, welcome. And again, welcome back to another episode of the Tanya Stokes podcast. We're glad you are here. Can you believe it's already December? Now, I hope you are staying warm and cozy as we wrap up another incredible year. Now, before we dive into today's episode, let me share a little update on my end. Now, I'm thrilled, (laughs) thrilled to announce that I surpassed my salon goals back in, not November, back in October, I surpassed my salon goals. And just last week, I realized that I hit my real estate goals, barely made it, I barely made it. But hey, a win's a win, right? Now fitness goals, well, let's just say that's another story for another day. It started out good, but then I had some health challenges. I'll put it to you that way, so we'll see what happens. But enough about me, let's shift the focus to you. Where are you with your goals as we approach the end of 2023? Have you been keeping track? If you're feeling a bit behind or you need a boost to stay engaged, let me tell you, you are in the right place. Today, I want to share five tips to help you stay motivated and focused as you work towards your goals in these final weeks of the year. So grab your favorite beverage, I'm drinking coffee, (laughs) and find a comfy spot and let's get into it. Tip number one, you know I'm going to say it, so write it on the sheet of paper, mindset. It all starts within your mind. Your mindset is very important. I want you to take a moment to reflect on all of your achievements so far and the progress you've made. Celebrate the wins. No matter how small, remember your mindset can either be your biggest cheerleader or your harshest critic. Choose positivity and believe in yourself. Now, remember I told you I had to get very uncomfortable with real estate. Having bought and sold personal properties a few times is not the same as being an agent for someone So I had to get comfortable with the rules and the laws and how much I can and cannot say to clients, as well as forms, random questions, and dealing with countless people, deadlines, and attitudes just to close one deal. That was very uncomfortable, but I knew I had to deal with being uncomfortable because it was a new territory for me. Then to top it off, 
<laughs> I had to start making videos <laughs> for YouTube, which means I had to get comfortable being very uncomfortable in front of a camera, talking to a lens, pretending I was talking to a person, all while I'm fighting these constant whispers saying, that's not good. Nobody's gonna like and follow for more. <laughs> but hey, they did. I was able to grow my YouTube channel as well as my TikTok channel. So I need you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And tip number one again is mindset. It all starts in the mind, okay? Once you get that under control, the sky is the limit. Tip number two, break it all down. Sometimes big goals can feel overwhelming, so I want you to break them down into smaller, more manageable tasks. Now, this not only makes the journey less daunting, but it also allows you to celebrate many milestones along the way. And that's many, M-I-N-I, -I, milestones along the way. And progress is progress. It doesn't matter the size. Let me tell you, when I learned how to do videos, that was one thing. That was like the mini <laughs> milestone. Because if you think about it, sitting here talking into this microphone, I'm talking into a microphone to you. But then I had to get comfortable talking into a camera lens, which meant I had to do my hair, make my face look a little beat. And I like a natural beat. I don't like to do all the colors and all that other stuff because that's not who I am every day. So I had to get comfortable with that. And for me, that was me breaking it down. So if you think you had to write out what you wanted to say, or at least bullet points. And then you had to record, like all of those things were mini milestones. Writing out what you wanted to say, that's a reason to celebrate, because I try to write out at least four or five um, scripts at one time. So I'm like, I'll write it out, go over it, you know, make sure it's nice and short, and I won't record that day. I probably won't record until maybe the next day or the day after. And then I'll do what they call batch recording, which is I'll lay out a couple of shirts and jackets and I will change my outfit, but I made all those recordings one day. Now I only had to get glammed up <laughs> for one day and I recorded everything that day. But did I edit it that day? No, but I could celebrate the fact that I recorded it, right? And then the next day, maybe while I'm at the salon waiting on a client or just sitting around the house, you know, just being Tanya, then I would start editing this stuff. So all of those things are what we call mini milestones. And you keep celebrating those wins until, you know, you're done with your editing. And then now I have enough content for the upcoming week, because I did the same thing the week before. So if you record them all in one day, you have enough content for the week, not to mention all the other little things you did, like 
um, showing uh, house tours and stuff like that. So I'm just using real estate as a little example, but you could do the same thing if you're in the beauty business. You could record you styling someone's hair. Don't do anything with it at that point. It's just a B-roll, you know, and maybe the next day you want to do a voiceover or maybe the day after that you want to sit in front of your phone and say, hey guys, it's a beautiful day out, but don't forget the weather has changed and now it's time for us to start using a mask on your hair, you know, do little things like that and celebrate those wins because it really matters. Moving on to tip number three, accountability. You want to share your goals with a friend, a family member, or maybe even a mentor. You know, I'm available. <laughs> Having someone to hold you accountable can provide that extra push that you need when your motivation wanes. Now, I've always heard most of my life that teamwork makes the dream work. And I do believe that as long as everyone who is on the team are actually doing the work. Unfortunately, sometimes you find yourself talking to people and it falls on deaf ear. When you see them again, you ask, I know I do, hey, how did that thing work out? And they're like, oh, I haven't had a chance to try it. That person doesn't get any more of my time does not get any more of my time, especially if you called complaining about clients and slow days and what you should do. You know, a lot of times we hear people talk about increasing prices. And I've said to you in previous podcasts, if you have more, let's see, if you have more days than you have money, then you don't need to increase your prices. If you are looking at your book and your book, you have days where you don't have customers at all. Um, you have days where you're borrowing from your savings to pay the bills in your beauty salon. It is not time for you to raise prices. I know it seems like it is, but here's why it's not. You already don't have any clients. If you don't have any clients and you raise your prices, what do you think is going to happen to the few people that were trying to hang on to you? You know, you think they're going to be like, oh, I'll just go ahead and pay the extra price. No, you need to find other ways to increase your clientele. And I gave you a lot of tips right here on this podcast. Everybody is jumping into Instagram and TikTok. While that may work for one industry, that may not be where your clients are. Remember, know your avatar and know where your avatar hangs out. If your avatar is not on Instagram, if you know that the majority of your customers are on Facebook, get off of Instagram and go to Facebook. Start marketing on Facebook. All of these platforms are free. Stop trying to be on a platform because it's hip and it's happening. That's probably why you're not getting the likes that you are looking for and those likes are not transferring into dollars. Remember, I said, I keep my stuff up on Instagram for relevance. That is my magazine. But I don't get clients off of Instagram. I've been on Instagram for years, double digit years. I can count like maybe two people that saw me on Instagram and became a client. Not maybe, I know it's two people. I know exactly who they are. The other people found me on Google, then went to Instagram 
to see if I had a page, but they found me on Google. That's where my people are. Know where your avatar hangs out and that's where you need to hang out, whether you wanna be there or not. And let me tell you, building up your Google Maps account is not easy because you're not going to get likes. You're not going to get follows, but you have to keep doing it. And eventually you'll start seeing a lot of new people in your chair. And when you ask them, Hey, how'd you find me? They're going to say, Oh, I Googled such and such hairstylist in Charlotte. And that's how they found you. You could be on these other platforms, but don't put too much stock into it. Just, you know, upload something, make sure it's, it's tasteful and you have great lighting and then keep it moving. Don't even go back and look and see if you got likes and follows. I'm telling you, people are looking. They're just not clicking. Okay. So tip number three is accountability. Make sure you share your goals with a friend that you can trust someone that's going to keep you um, accountable and they're going to uplift you when you're feeling a little low. Tip number four, I want you to embrace the discomfort. That discomfort I told you about in tip number one, embrace that because growth often happens outside of our comfort zone. So don't be afraid to face challenges and embrace discomfort. In those moments, you will discover your true sense of strength and resilience. And remember how were diamonds created? Think about it. How were diamonds created? Under pressure. Diamonds are created under pressure. So it's uncomfortable. You know people are judging you. You know, you know people are judging you. Let me tell you who's judging you. Your friends. The people that claim to be your friends are somewhere saying, she always doing something. She always got something new. You know, who's judging you? Some of your peers. If you're in a salon, a traditional salon or a salon suite, who is judging you? The people in the suite, the people in the salon. They're probably like, this girl, she does too much. She is doing too much. That cut isn't even nice. Look at the color. That color is spotty. They're saying those things behind your back. Who cares? You have to be okay with the discomfort. Listen, this podcast would be a two hour long podcast if I sat here and told you all the times that I knew I was being discussed before I walked in or before I walked up. People don't realize, but they give it away. And then they struggle to get back into the conversation because you were the conversation. (laughs) So listen, to some people, you're not good. To some people, you're not a good stylist. You'll never be a good stylist. You're not as good as them. You're not that good at makeup. You're not a good barber. You know what I mean? They don't understand how you were able to grow your massage clientele. They don't understand. And it's not for them to understand. But you know that you are good at what you do and you know that you have heart and you know you were built for this. So why are we even listening 
to other people. And then sometimes it's not listening verbally to other people, but you're paying attention to body language of other people. Or if someone asks you a question, you start questioning yourself, stop that, stop that. You're good today, great tomorrow. Stop letting people get in your head. Once you have, once you have embraced that mindset is everything, once you embrace that, once you get your mindset together, you can do anything. Once you learn to get uncomfortable and be okay with the discomfort, you'll be okay. I am invited to events all the time. I don't go. Listen, I do not go. Why don't you go, Tanya? Those are not my people. Those are not my people. You cannot talk about a group of people to me all the time and then invite me to an event with those people. Because I look at you as being shady. And I also look at you as saying, you know what? That girl just talked about all those people and how they can't do hair or, you know, how they're lying or how, you know, because some of us, are, it's just easy to talk to us. You know what I mean? And then they'll turn right around and invite you to an event with all those people there. Learn to say no. Find your people. Find your people. You know your body will tell you when you are entertaining your person, your group. And start hanging out with those people. Watch how much you grow. You know what those people are talking about? They're talking about the industry, not people, but the industry. They're talking about numbers. They're talking about goals, aspirations. They're talking about different color and hair tips and tricks. Those are your people. Your people are not talking about other people, okay? So tip number four, again, is embrace discomfort. Diamonds are created under pressure. It is okay to tell people, no, I don't, I'm not coming. But I want you to know that growth often happens outside of your comfort zone. So when you get comfortable with the discomfort, the sky's the limit. And finally, <laughs> Finally, tip number five, learn to adapt. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes our initial plans may need a little tweaking. Be okay with the adjustments. Be open to learn from your experiences, adapt your strategies, and keep moving forward. Remember, flexibility is a key ingredient in the recipe for success. I'm telling you, I had to adapt to talking to a different audience. Now, I do feel like a lot, a lot of the skills that I have um, in the beauty industry, I do think they're transferable to real estate. But I think real estate goes a little deeper. In the beauty industry, people want to know what is happening with their hair? You know, um, what can I do? What should I change? They want all the answers from you. In real estate, I think it goes a little deeper. Um, some people already know the answer, but they are looking for magical 
result from you. Like they want, they want a 580 credit score and uh, I don't know, a $45,000 a year salary. They want you to magically get them in a half a million dollar house. And it doesn't work that way, you know? Um, and then you have to do that breakdown for them. And then getting people to understand that my job is to sell you a house or my job is to advise you on the house that you are interesting, interested in purchasing is one thing. But as far as what you qualify for, that isn't what I do. I can refer you to lenders, but in this situation, the lender is the big dog. So if the lender comes back and says, this person qualifies for a $200,000 house, then it is my job to find you a $200,000 house in the neighborhood that you specified when I did our new buyer's consultation. Whereas that person is expecting me to find them a $200,000 house in this ritzy, opulent neighborhood. And that's like finding a needle under a haystack. It may be doable, but you may not be on the street that you want to be on. I could probably get you in that zip code, but not necessarily on the street that you want to live on. So it's a little different. It's a little more work involved. But at the end of the day, I am in the customer acquisition business, and I've said this to you several times before, in real estate, the beauty industry, and with my online uh, academy, I'm in the customer acquisition business. I am in business to acquire customers and to satisfy them, to make them happy, to change their lives. And that is what I aim to do on a daily basis with the way I carry myself on and offline, with the way I talk, with the way I act, the way I present myself. I'm in the customer acquisition business. So that is why I do what I do. And that is also why I'm here on this particular platform. So I hope I was able to help you. I'm just gonna run through the five steps really quickly. Um, I'm not going to go into any more details. You can rewind it for the details, okay? <laughs> so tip number one is mindset. Number two is break, break it down into small pieces and celebrate the wins. Tip number three is accountability. Find your people. Find your people, someone that's going to hold you accountable. And they don't have to be in the same industry as you. They could be someone on the outside of your industry. I'm an accountability partner for some of my, they're my friends, you know, but they also have businesses and uh, they're not in the beauty business. They're not in the real estate space. So find you an accountability partner. You'll know exactly who that person is because they will remember all of your goals and they will ask you about them. Tip number four is to embrace discomfort. Remember, diamonds are created under pressure. If you only do things that you are comfortable doing, within reason, within reason, let me say that, if you only do things that you are comfortable doing, you will never find the diamond. You will never be the diamond. So embrace discomfort. And finally, tip number five is learn and adapt. It is okay 
to make plans. I heard someone say years ago that if you want to make God laugh, show him your plans or show him your goals. Sometimes our goals need to be adjusted. Mine was adjusted several times. You know, even here with this podcast, my my goal was adjusted because I told you before, I, this podcast started out as something, it was just a way for me to let off steam, you know, to help me through. It was a way for me to let off steam and educate. And then it became a podcast to get me through grief. And then it became an uplifting podcast. And then I was like, you know what? I want to talk to my people. I want to talk to people in the beauty industry space. And then I had people coming to me, like some of my clients were listening and they were like, Tanya, you don't do the encouraging stuff. I used to get text messages. I'll be honest with you. I don't get those text messages anymore. So I used to get text messages because I would come and turn on the podcast and say, what is your problem? Why do you think people owe you something? You know, and I would go down this list and at the end of the podcast, you know, I would give you some actionable steps. And it was the thing that people needed to hear. But after a while, I was like, eh, that's not really my lane. I really want to talk to people in the beauty industry space and use the podcast to um, feed into my online academy. So then I started getting calls or when clients would come in, they would be like, yo, what happened to the motivational stuff on the podcast? I was enjoying it on my way to work. So now I'm at that place where I'm trying to uplift you, educate you, and help you both in your business space as well as some self-improvement. So that's where I am today. But that was me um, tweaking or fine-tuning my message. That was me learning and adapting and adjusting So I think you need to look into that as well, okay? So there you have it. You have the five tips to help you stay engaged and focused on your goals as we close out this year. Now, I believe in you. I do. I believe in you, and I can't wait to hear about your successes. Remember, it's not about where you start. It's about the journey and the growth along the way. Keep in mind that we are dedicated to uplifting beauty industry professionals with the best, most accurate information. And our focus is on combining business expertise as well as self-improvement. Hopefully, I've done that today. If you have any questions, email me, Tanya Stokes, okay? Email me at info at tanyastokes.com. That's info at T-O-N-Y-A-S-T-O-K-E-S.com. Or send me a text message. I always want to know, you know, how I made you feel, what you think about the podcast. Do you like the direction that we're headed in? Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to change it, but I also want to know, I still want to know how you feel. So call or text me at 704-756-2752. Again, I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. And if you could think of anyone who could benefit from listening to my podcast, please forward it to them. If you have a hairstylist, a barber, esthetician, massage therapist, anyone in the beauty industry space, 
forward my podcast to them. And I thank you in advance. Until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep chasing your dreams. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye.